You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from Newstalk ZB. To France we go. Catherine Field, very good morning to you. Good morning to you, Mike. So not a very happy day for Sana Marin because she, of course, lost the election yesterday, but her flag flies high at NATO headquarters. It will indeed. You're speaking ahead of what looks to be a historic day Tuesday when NATO foreign ministers meet in Brussels. Uh, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg said the Finnish flag will fly. Uh, he said that uh, President Putin went to war against Ukraine with a clear aim to get less NATO. He now says he's going to get exactly the opposite. Uh, this border, of course, between Russia and Finland is what about just over 1,300 kilometres long. So there's a chance there's going to be NATO troops there. Uh, what's actually going to physically happen, Mike, is we're going to have this very formal event where Finland's foreign minister will hand over those NATO accession papers to U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, and then that flag will be there and will be the 31st uh, member of NATO, exactly what Putin didn't want. Uh, in response, of course, we've heard in the last few hours that Moscow is threatening to bolster its border defences if the alliance deploys troops inside Finland. Um, but certainly that's not putting off uh, the NATO Secretary-General. He's bullish and he says hmm. it's not up to uh, Moscow to say who's a member of NATO or not. No, indeed not. We stand by for Sweden, which still seems to be a bit of a sticking point. Point. Speaking of which, this whole war thing, where, where did Macron get the, because I know he's off to China, when did he develop this idea that he's some sort of international power broker that's going to solve this? Well, part of it may be he needs to get out of France for a while. It is not a happy place for him to be in, Mike. Uh, you know, we've still got protests against his pension reforms, we've got a strike. Uh, and the French presidents, all French presidents, love to sort of stride on the international stage. He feels, despite the fact that it didn't work with Vladimir Putin, he feels that he can get close to Xi Jinping, the Chinese leader. He can be more personal. And that's why he's jetting off to China on Tuesday. Three-day state visit. Uh, of course, what he's hoping to do is to pull China away from Moscow, you know, I mean, but it is unclear how this will work. That's for sure. But what he's got on his schedule is going to go from Beijing down to Guangzhou, which is not far from Hong Kong, along the Pearl River there. And he's going to have several hours of discussions with Xi Jinping there. And that's where he hopes that he will suddenly be able to uh, win him over, uh, test Xi's reaction to Russia's threat to host nuclear missiles in Belarus, and perhaps even get Xi Jinping to get his men to play some sort of mediator role uh, between Russia and, uh, and Ukraine. Um, no one's really thinking that this might work, but Emmanuel Macron's always one to think that he can do what others have failed to do. Okay, good luck to him. And, and your e-scooter vote, congratulations on that. I'm so glad. I mean, we people, as far as I can work out, all over the world whinge and bitch about e-scooters, and everyone hates them, and they, you know they, they've caused terror on the footpaths. But you've actually gone and done something about it and banned them. Yes, these are the self-service scooters, not the privately owned ones. These are the ones that you can you get on your smartphone, pick up, and as we all know, Mike, drop them anywhere you like mm. after you've finished using them for 20 minutes. Yep, residents of Paris uh, were asked in a plebiscite over the weekend if they wanted to get rid of them, and yes, they said they did. Uh, more than 90% of votes cast were against these scooters. Great news, of course, for people who think that not only are they 
you know, hazard on the road, but also the number of accidents. I mean, last year in Paris, 459 accidents on these e-scooter, the rental ones, uh, three deaths as well. Operators, of course, listen happy. They say, look, you know, we tried to cap the st speed at 70, uh, sorry, 20 kilometers an hour, mm. board and scooter parking areas, but it just wasn't enough for Parisians. Yeah, exactly. All right, we'll catch up next week, Catherine. Appreciate it as always. By the way, just before we leave France, um, there's a government minister called Marlene Chapar. Uh, she's on the front cover of Playboy, which is a funny thing for me because I didn't even think Playboy still existed, but clearly it does. She's been a government minister since 2017. She's done a 12-page interview on women and LGBT rights. She's Minister for Social Economy and French Associations. She's photographed on the cover wearing a white dress. Appointed as the country's first ever gender equality minister, her appearance has drawn criticism from political colleagues. So it seems like an above-board type thing. I don't even know what sort of magazine Playboy is these days. Maybe you read it for the articles. Clearly you do if it's a 12-pager. I mean, it's a lengthy old number, isn't it? But um, So she's in a spot of bother for that. But, but people are so conservative, aren't they? For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.